there's choice and there's direction all around you, whether it's listening to the Growth Now movement or finding a mentor or a friend who's going to guide them. But here's the key. We have to listen because oftentimes we'll hear it, but we're not act truly absorbing what we're hearing. Uh, we have to understand that this conversation, because there are people listening right this very second and they're saying, you know, Justin did hit that rock bottom, but it's, I'm different. I'm not good enough. I can't figure it out. Trust me, you can and you are. Because there are so many times that I even said that to myself. And look, I'm going to share a reality with people listening and, and you, Brian. Like when my mom passed away, it wasn't an instant. This is my this is my jumping off point. This is when greatness happens. I actually went on a three month bender where I was blackout drunk six nights a week. I was escaping the pain. But here's when the true rock bottom moment happened. It's when I decided to feel that pain fully and then allowed myself to heal from there. We can go through pain. We can feel like we are at the end of the rope and then we can begin to climb. Um, and it's up to us to figure out when that rock bottom moment is. Because guess what? If, you're in a, if you feel like you're in a rock bottom moment right now and you don't want to turn it around, you're going to find your next rock bottom moment. I guarantee that. And unfortunately for a lot of people, that's death. So we have to make a decision right now to say, I'm going to choose growth right now. That's the creator of the Growth Now movement, Justin Schenk. And I'm Brian Felcher. This is Do A Day. You'll hear from the most inspiring people who have been through hard times, overcome them, and have turned around to help others with what they've learned. I'm your host, Brian Falchuk. I know we can all overcome and achieve because I've lived it myself. I've written about it in my book, Do A Day, and that's why I'm bringing you this show. Remember, today's a new day. Go out and do it. Day doers, welcome back for another episode of the Do A Day podcast. I'm so glad you tuned in for this one because it's going to get you to grow right now because my guest is Justin Shank, the founder of the Growth Now Movement, host of podcast Growth Now Movement, and he gets into not just what led to the whole thing, but something that's going on like right now. Depending when you listen to this, it actually may be right now, but it's probably about to happen, and that's the Growth Now Movement Live, this huge event that he puts on in his hometown where he gets, I mean, honestly, unbelievable people to come in and give talks, be on panels, interact with the audience every single day through the whole event to really help you all literally grow like right now. Um, it's a pretty powerful thing. I know a lot of folks who are speaking at it and I've gotten to see a lot of them speak um, aside from just knowing them as human beings. Like I've actually watched them on stage delivering their message and there is no question. This is super impactful. So, you know, we talk about all that. For me, it's so important to hear how we even got to that place in the first, you know, in the first place. And that's this really difficult backstory of Justin's life and how he, I mean, it's, it sounds cheesy a bit, but like how he broke the odds to do what he's done. And I don't want to give it all away. But this is a guy who definitely had the deck stacked against him. We talk about Mark Crandall, who's been on the show. Uh, Mark's at the Growth Now Movement. He's he's one of the folks that's going to be on stage. Um, you know, very similar. And they didn't have exactly the same paths, but they certainly had those odds working against them in a very similar way with some of the same themes. And they both have transformed dramatically. And they've created honestly, movements, um, kind of interestingly, the two of them have paired up to, uh, to run a whole like mastermind and, and group to help people 
the these stories are the ones that really stop me in my tracks and really get me when you think about the power of choice and you think about the power of those moments where we are at rock bottom and justin talks about this pretty clearly and pretty uh pretty deliberately because that's when things changed and he hit a super deep rock bottom and he knows firsthand like a lot of us in those moments don't see a path out yet there is um really important inspiring message this is one that definitely transcends a lot of what those rock bottom moments might be it's not about having the same one justin had i think we can all relate to this okay so just to cut in to this intro that i had recorded when justin and i originally did the interview which is many months ago it feels like years ago in what's happened in the world we recorded this in the earliest days of the pandemic and for all intents and purposes the event was still going to happen it may have been pushed out a little bit but it was still going to happen live and obviously that was not the case and that was a, a good responsible decision on justin's part you'll hear us talking about the live event you'll hear us referencing when it's happening even and obviously none of that is the case it was supposed to happen in may 2020 he pushed it to september 2020 and flipped it to being a virtual event so i think this interview this story justin has and what he's creating with the growth now movement live is so critical and important i wanted to put the episode out anyway but just keep that in mind we're talking about a live event a lot and getting tickets for it etc and who's going to be there and obviously that's not the way things played out as it is not the way a lot of things in our lives played out this year so keep that in mind the message is still super valuable. Justin is still doing things with the event, creating a virtual one, etc. So it's worth checking out regardless. And one day, this will be live again in Justin's hometown of Redding, Pennsylvania. And it is still going to be worth going, probably even more valuable to go by the time it gets back live in person. So with that, I want to return back to the intro and then we'll get into the episode. But just a heads up to keep in mind, listen to the message. Don't worry about the live event because obviously that didn't end up happening. So listen to this episode. It's so inspiring. Justin's an incredible guy and what he has created and how much of himself he's given to that movement is profound. So let's jump into the episode with Justin Shank. Justin Shank, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited. Dude, I'm I'm so excited about this conversation. Long time coming, man, for yeah. sure. I love I love what you're all about and honored to be on the show. Well, ditto. This is uh this is fun for me because I've I've been growing from the work that you've been doing and and with your partner in crime, Adam Shively, who people got to hear on the show, who's possibly the greatest human being, uh, or at least the most energized human being that that anyone will ever get to meet. Um <laughs> you guys have been, I mean, each of you on your own, but together contributing a ton. To people like myself who are trying to have an impact and and help people change their situation, so a huge thank you just for the work that you've been doing and and for how you and Adam teamed up to do even more of that. Yeah, man, you know, I, I think uh, I think Adam and I are in the same boat, saying you know we're lucky that we ran into each other. Um, yeah. and he was a little aggressive trying to get in I my don't, space. That doesn't but... sound like him. <laughs> um, but and I had no idea who he was, and but when we became friends, it was like instant, like one of those. Yeah. yeah, we're meant to be friends. We're meant to do something together. You know, and and we do some cool stuff in the podcast space, and we give a lot of, a lot of content away for free. 
Um, and because we realize the importance of this platform, right? Because we all have something, everybody has something to say. Yeah. Um, and podcasting is just a great tool in order to do that. And we want to make sure that if you have something to say that you can actually grow an audience and the, the right people hear it. Cause that's the important part. Yeah. So, I mean, on that, what you do today, aside from, um, balancing Adam out a bit and, uh, and having fun <laughs> with him. So you, you are a podcaster, you've got this huge event, um, and you, you get back to the podcast community and, and trying to help people grow that side. But give us a little overview of, of what you're doing with growth now. Yeah, man. So, you know, obviously started the podcast four years ago, not really knowing what it was going to be. Uh, and you kind of said it before you record, it's become a movement, right? Like yeah. uh, it now gets played in 100 countries every single week. But along with that, I have built a podcast production and coaching company. I now speak all over the country on podcasting and also breaking through limiting beliefs uh, because that's a lot of, you know, kind of the life that I was set up for was saying you're not going to have a, a shot. And I know we're going to get into that here in a minute. Um, and and then from there, a, a live event happened. And yeah. that was more of like I always wanted to do something like that. And I didn't know what it would look like. But the one thing for me is I feel blessed every single day to be able to have the conversations I have with the amazing people I do. Because otherwise, if it weren't for this crazy platform of podcasting, I wouldn't be able to access some of these people, right? Mm. And then I get to become friends with them. Uh, and I'm blessed with this great platform. But how do I then bring that to other people and give them the same opportunity to learn, connect, and grow? And I mean, a live event was really the natural way to do that. Yeah. Uh, and it's truly been a labor of love last year and this year to, to put it all together. But, you know, it's it's just this kind of crazy thing that's that started four years ago with a $90 microphone, which I still use today, by the way. That's awesome. Um, and and everything else in between. But but uh, a lot of great lucky steps like Ink Magazine and stuff in between. Yeah. But uh, but that's really kind of the scope of what I do. When people ask me what I do, I'm like, I don't really know, man. I'm an <laughs> entrepreneur. I'm a podcaster. I host an event. I don't know. <laughs> you you need like a, a pre-printed out sheet and just hand it to them. Like, I don't know if you've seen the movie, the Joker, when he gives people this laminated yeah. card about his laughter issue, like you can just yeah. hand them that. But it's so good. Yeah. I do all these things. Yeah. Hopefully one of these things you can hire me for. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And hopefully they're not like, Oh, he's unemployed. Like oh, if, if only. That that's why like the thing like uh entrepreneurship and quote unquote influencer i always throw up the finger quotes when i say that word because i hate it um but all these things like i feel like when i say it to people they think i'm like some broke like yeah. pauper on the corner you know and that's and that's just not the case there is an actual business and people do actually pay me to speak and yeah. all these things um and i never thought that that would be a reality for me man i had many failed businesses and uh but i always wanted the freedom of being an entrepreneur and and again going back to the whole podcasting thing it's that's been the vehicle for me to launch a movement that it, i believe is changing the world at least for some people yeah that's awesome yeah influencer for me is always like i should have seen you in a bikini talking about bitcoin <laughs> like that's uh, with like a free Mercedes that someone gave you. Yes. Yeah, nobody what wants to see me in a bikini. Let's be real. There may be some people, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> we're not gonna, we're not going to go down that path. Um, all right. Before this, this gets any more weird or off topic, let's uh, let's get back to something more serious. So your your work in in the, the growth space and trying to help people turn their lives around through, I have to say, bringing together some really inspiring, amazing guests. Like I've been, I'm looking at the wall of some of the folks behind you. You and Adam both have the, uh, those like tiles with some of the episode images. And and I'm thankful to have connected with some of these folks and had them on like Sarah Centrella's over your, I guess your right shoulder, unless mm -hmm. Skype is flipping you around. Um, she's awesome. Um, incredible people, incredible stories. And 
like this show, like I try to have people like that and I've got a story behind me too. And you absolutely do, which I find unbelievably inspiring because no one who goes back to your past would ever assume that you're putting together this movement today. Like that, that's yeah. not the way the deck was stacked. Um, and it, to me, like that's the ultimate reminder that for all of us, like it really doesn't matter how bad it is. We still have some option, some opportunity, some choice to at least do something differently and better. And um, you've done a lot of some things that way. So super inspiring for me, man, just watching what you've come from and, and what you've built as a result of that and not letting it stop you. Yeah, man. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You know, I, I adopted the the saying that now Ed Milet says all the time, which is, you know, life is happening uh, for me and not to me. Yeah. Um, because if you look at my life, right, and, and we'll go back a little bit, but but when I was in high school, uh, at one point I had a 1.7 GPA. My mom was in the middle of a 20-year opioid addiction, and my dad was in jail. And if you look at that picture, all signs pointed to no hope, right? Yeah. So they they say that if your parent has an addiction, you have a 50% chance of being an addict. If your dad, if, if your if your parents in jail, you have 50% chance of ending up in jail. You look at that. I'm 100% screwed. Yeah. Um, but but that's just statistics put on us by society, right? Yeah. Um, we have our own path that we can kind of forge and create on our own. Um, and I, I really kind of figured that out at the age of 19 when I, when I picked up a self-development book called Who Moved My Cheese? Yes. Um, and it's all about growth and it's all about making your own choices and understanding that change happens, but what matters is how you react to that change. Yeah. Um, which then led me to my favorite quote of all time, which is life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to what happens to you. Yeah, um, awesome. And and, and, you know, again, it didn't happen overnight. Like I want, I want to paint that picture too. Like it wasn't like I picked up that book and I figured this out and all of a sudden, bam, here I am. You know, it took a good 10 plus years for me to figure out, um, you know, what's the vehicle for me to really begin this journey? What is it that I'm meant to do? Right. But when I was 19, I, I worked in self, uh, I worked in, um, a direct sales company and I became a manager with the company cause I did really, really well with them. And I had a employee come up to me and say, you know, Justin, if I worked at McDonald's this summer, I probably would have made more money. Um, mm. But because of what you taught me, I have a direction and a path in life. Mm. And in that moment, at the age of 19, I said, that's what I want to do. That's what I'm supposed to do. And there were there were a number of businesses along the way that had failed trying to build that type of thing. Uh, and then four years ago, I found podcasting. And I was like, cool, this, this could be a really good vehicle for me to learn how to become an entrepreneur. Meaning, let me connect with the right people. Let me understand business a little bit better because clearly I couldn't figure it out with all the failed businesses, all these things, right? And so, what, right what around of, the time, what kind of stuff were you? Yeah. Do? What are some of these failed? If if, if you have, yeah. uh, if you're not too ashamed to share what they are, like I'm just curious, what were some of the things you tried to get into? So I originally had an event company where I put together seminars and expos uh, okay. that focused on uh, personal and pre professional development. And we did a couple of successful ones and we started to kind of build momentum when we had like a bank of money we had saved. And we were like, we're going to take all of this money that we had, put it into a business expo. We paid a speaker a lot of money to come speak. And we ended up selling three tickets to the event. Wow. And those three tickets we sold, we sold through Groupon. Yeah, so. uh, and if you know how Groupon works, you have to cut the price in half and then yeah. they take half of that. Yeah. Um, so we made about $60, uh, but we had spent about $15,000. And so that was the end of that business, right? Yeah. Overnight. I mean, I, and I was, I think I was like 25, 26 years old at the time, but I uh -huh. thought that was it, man. I was like, this is the vehicle. That's crushing. Um, and then it, it was, you know, but at the same time, it was all about the lessons learned. Yeah. Like, what did I learn? I learned 
that I had to understand my market a little bit. I had to understand where were people positioned. Um, I had to understand the, how much am I putting in versus what's the reward and, and, and what I'm getting back, all of those things. I want to stop you for a second. So to go from yeah. what you painted in high school to start a bunch of businesses and this one failed, you know, overnight, it's it's toast after being successful. And I looked at it as a learning experience. That's a hell of a leap. So what like what allowed you to look at it as a learning experience? Because based on your GPA, some would say like, well, clearly you can't learn, <laughs> which is like, well, GPA is a measure of a way to learn. Um, sure. But yeah, w- so, like, where does that come from to be that resilient and appreciative of the lesson? You know, I think it was my whole entire life. Nothing was ever handed to me. Yeah. For um, sure. you know, and that, that one, pr- 1.7 GPA was actually just one year out of high school. I did well the other years and that was due to, I mean, the things happening in my life. It's not that I Crazy can't learn. Year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not that I can't learn. I think for me, it was, I was choosing to remove myself from the situation. Huh. Um, but what, when I'm passionate about something, I am the ultimate learner. Like I'm forever a student. I, I always want to learn new ways. I always want to understand things a little bit deeper. I'm constantly, you know, reading books or, or listening to podcasts and, and going to events and learning from speakers and just trying to find ways to grow. Now, I think for me, when I said I learned so much, it wasn't an instant realization. Right after that event, I called my mom or after the failure, I should say the event never happened. Um, but right after that, I called my mom uh, who, and I said, you know, we're shutting the doors to the business because it's just not working out. Like the, you know, people around here aren't picking it up. Now this is before like the social media was a thing that all of a sudden my reach is exponential. Yeah. Like I was really building in a small bubble in a small yeah. window, which was my town and my network circle. And my mom was like, you didn't fail. She's like, you have to understand that you have to keep your head up and keep moving forward. And that that conversation with with my mom was the realization of as long as I'm headed in the right direction, yeah, I'm going to be OK. Um, and there's certain things behind us that need, that are going to push us a little bit further or even turn us a, a slight degree once or one or two degrees to, to make us sh- make sure we're headed in the right way, in the right direction. And, and that's through mentors and coaches and stuff like that. But it was the realization that just because it. I didn't get what I wanted out of that current situation doesn't mean I'm not headed in the right direction. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's a really great way to look at it. And so that inspiration came from your mom. It did. Yeah. Who was still, was she still battling with opioid addiction at that point? Yeah. So my mom, uh, her addiction started, um, when I was 12 years old. Okay. And you know, part some something I don't really share too often publicly is, um, she actually used to work in a pharmacy and we found out about her addiction cause she was stealing the opioids from the wow. pharmacy. Wow. Um, and when you look at that, you're like, Oh my gosh, like this is even before we realized opioids was an epidemic. Yeah. Right. This was the beginning. Like this was the precipice of this entire thing. And it ended up lasting her 20 years and it ended the day her life ended. Oh, it, it, it never, it never stopped. But during this time, my mom was my rock. My mom was my stabilization just because she had her own stuff. Like I always preface with what I went through is that my parents loved me dearly and supported me in all my crazy ideas. Um, and they, you know, they just had their own personal demons that they had battled their lives during their life. Um, you know, and it was actually my rock bottom moment the day my mom passed away, but it was also the, the beginning of what became growth now movement. Uh, and that's really, if you listen to my podcast, you hear that those rock bottom moments are the start of so much greatness in this world. 
Yeah. But it's also the, the end for a lot of people because they think there's nothing better. Um, and that really becomes that message is understanding that it doesn't matter where we are today. What matters are the choices we make today uh, to make tomorrow better for ourselves and for other people around us. I 100% agree with you. And I mean, this is this is why I do this show is for moments like that, because so many people are in those moments or not sure if they've quite hit rock bottom or not or can't imagine it getting any worse, but can't either imagine it getting any better. Mm. And I mean, you clearly like that was devastation. Um, and to yeah. be able to and, and devastation in an incredibly painful way and to be where you are today. Um, and to not be that, you know, 50% end up like this and 50, like to not be that statistic, uh, you've, you've connected with Mark Crandall, um, is it, you know, similar kind of, uh, statistic based story. And he did end up addicted and in prison and mm -hmm. he couldn't be more, not those things today. Um, you guys are, are amazing examples for me of like, people need to remember, you know, there's yeah. a choice. There, there's choice and there's direction all around you, whether it's them listening to Do A Day podcast or them listening to the Growth Now movement or finding a mentor or a friend who's going to guide them. But here's yeah. the key. We have to listen. Right. Yeah. Number one, we have to listen because oftentimes we'll hear it, but we're not act truly absorbing what we're hearing. Uh, we have to understand that this conversation, because there are people listening right this very second and they're saying, you know, Justin did hit that rock bottom, but it's I'm different. Yeah, I'm not good enough. I can't figure it out. Trust me, you can and you are because there are so many times that I even said that to myself. And look, I'm going to share a reality with people listening and, and you, Brian, like when my mom passed away, it wasn't an instant. This is my this is my jumping off point. This yeah. is when greatness happens. I actually went on a three month bender where I was blackout drunk six nights a week. Oh. I was escaping the pain. But here's when the true rock bottom moment happened. Is when I decided to feel that pain fully and then allowed myself to heal from there. And so the story was like this. There was a night I had a, at the time I had a spiritual and relationship coach uh, who is still one of my favorite people on this planet, uh, Rhonda Smith. And she had called me in the middle of the afternoon one day and she goes, what are you doing tonight? And I go, I'm going out with a bunch of friends. And she goes, no, you're not I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, you're going to sit and you're going to feel this tonight. That's all you're going to do. Promise me you're going to do this. And I did. And that night was the worst night of my life because there was so much pain in feeling where I was in that moment and the loss that I had went through and all these things. But when I woke up the next day, this weight was lifted off of my shoulder. Yeah. And that gave me the power to move forward and really, really take hold of what I was doing. At this point, you know, the podcast had launched and all these things. And but I wasn't sure of what that meant for me. Um, but it gave me a direction and understanding that. We can go through pain. We can feel like we are at the end of the rope and then we can begin to climb. Um, and it's up to us to figure out when that rock bottom moment is. Like if, if, you're, if you're in addiction right now, like you can choose right now being the rock bottom moment for you to turn it around. But everybody's rock bottom moment's different, right? Mine was my mom passing away and the pain I felt from it. For Mark, it was jail. For, for everybody has something, yeah. right? Um, and, but it's up to us to decide when that is, because guess what? If you're in a, if you feel like you're in a rock bottom moment right now and you don't want to turn it around, you're going to find your next rock bottom moment. I guarantee that. Yeah. And unfortunately for a lot of people, that's death. Yeah. Right. Um, so we have to make a decision right now to say, I'm going to choose growth right now to move in the right direction. And I, and I adopted something a number of years ago, probably about three and a half, four years ago at this point, which is the rule of 1%. 
so my goal in life is to grow 1% every single day. It is to get better, whether it's in my relationships, in my business, in my health, in my friendships, get better 1% every single day. That's it. I don't care about tens of millions of dollars because guess what? If I get there, I'm going to want more. Yeah. I don't care about the car because if I get the Ferrari, I want the Lambo. I don't care about the huge house because if I get that, I want something bigger. There's no end to that. Yeah. But what I care about is enjoying the moments and getting better every single day because at the end of my life, because we all have the end of the life at some point, I'm not going to regret a damn thing. Um, and these are the things that I learned in those rock bottom moments and then the mentorships I've been able to build through the podcast. Um, you know, there's just so much hope in this world and I just want to be a little part of that. And that's simply by growing 1% every single day. That's awesome. And it's really simple and tangible and not overwhelming. And at the same time, if you do the math on that, that's an incredibly huge amount of per and who cares? Like, how do you measure 1% whether it's one or point nine? <laughs> like, that's not the point. The point is it's simple. It's something you can touch and feel and do better right now. Mm -hmm. And if you add all that up, it's a tremendous amount of growth over a lifetime, let alone even just one year. Yeah, it's true. And, and like, don't get me wrong. I look, I, I look back at my day at the end of every single day and I go, what did I do to improve myself? Yeah. What, what did I read part of a book? Did I listen to a podcast? Did I talk to a new client? Did I try and sell a ticket to my event? What, whatever that case is, however, whatever I'm working on in the moment. And there's certain days I look back at my day and I go, I did nothing. And sometimes that's okay. Yeah. Right. Because the next day I know I'm going to wake up with a vigor to yeah. get better and to do better. They're, look, nobody's perfect. If anybody says they're constantly grinding or they're constantly going out, they're lying. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like nobody, even Gary Vee, right? Like, uh, oh, I'm working 24. No, you're not, pal. I know you take off Sundays. I see you pounding beers on the freaking Jets parking lot on a Sunday. Like That's right. you're not yeah. working to get better every single day because you can't. Um, but overall, when you look at the whole year, the look, look at the whole thing, hopefully you look back and go, just because I focus on that 1%, I have exponential growth every single year. Yeah, it is exponential at that point. And that's what I think people need to, what I, I saw something like a trivia question. It was like, if you saved one penny every day, but each day you added another penny to it, how long would it take you to be a millionaire? It was on Ellen's game of games. Which is not, it's hilarious. Not necessarily a source of inspiration, <laughs> but it was awesome. Um, and people had to guess how long it would take. And it was the shortest answer, which was just a few months, like three months or something to be a millionaire. It doesn't take that's much. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Just add crazy. one more and penny every day. That's it. And like that, okay, look at that as your 1%, right? Yeah. Like you want to get more, you want to get more stronger. You did 10 push ups today, do 11 tomorrow. Right. You know what I mean? The and next day, totally 11 and a half. Yeah. 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 Like 11 and a half. That's great. Yeah. Up and then you just that's fall it. Down. Man. Yeah. Like you, because you're essentially the idea is you're pushing yourself a little bit further every day out of your comfort yeah. zone, that all that understanding, right? And, and, uh, it's, it's just a journey, man. And, and we're all on it and we're all, we're all kind of striving to just be better. Yeah. Um, the problem is a lot of the times we look at other people and we say, I want that, I want what they have. Yeah. Uh, and that's where the fault happens because then you start to compare and you start to judge yourself and then you start to hate yourself. And then all of a sudden we're back to square one. Yeah. Stop looking at other people. Like that's just, that's just a waste of time. Well, what do you think they're doing? So like if you're looking at other people wanting more, like, and the people you're looking at, Either, you know, they've come to a different place with themselves or they're looking at someone else because they don't feel good enough about like, I would say like grass is not green unless you garden. Everyone's mm. looking around and feeling like their little plot is a little bit brown and that person's greener. Stop caring about the other plots. Like it's about yeah. what you're standing on. Yeah. What are you cultivating for yourself? And that, that's such a, that's such a huge point because 
that that's all things in your life. That's yeah. your business. That's your that's your relationships. That's everything. Like yeah. focus on what you have right now, um, and stop worrying about about what the other person's doing. Yeah, and I like I want to challenge you in those days where you say like I did nothing, because it, it's kind of to the Gary V point is the one percent growth doesn't have to be doing more, because you need space for your recovery, for your mind, for your like your peace, your you time. Because that also helps you grow and helps you recenter and replenishes you. So if you were, you know, at the point of burning out and you took a day to not do any of that, to just like the pictures you post to you and like the couch with your family, like, you know, sometimes that's kind of what you need. Yeah. And to look at that without judgment, right? And that's so true, man. Like, obviously, if I look back, I mean, I'm in the middle of a push to sell out my event. We were talking about it before. You're like, wow, you've been posting a lot. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm going all in right now. Yeah. But I spent five days in Cape Cod uh, and I reset and I relaxed and I was with my girlfriend and her kids and it was phenomenal and it was a, a wonderful time. And when I look back, when I'm at that event and I look back, I, I guarantee you that's going to be play such an important part of where I am that day. It was that yeah. reset that I needed. And, and it is important. You're 100% right. So thank you for challenging me on that. Yeah. And I mean, I, I was cheating cause I knew you'd be okay with it. Um, but it is like the self-care side of it is you, <laughs> you have to make sure you leave space for yourself to achieve all those things. And it doesn't mean saying yes to everything at the expense of yourself. Like it does also mean knowing where you're heading. So you have some sense of like, okay, this is where I should be spending my efforts and trying to grow. And you know what? Like that's awesome over there, but that's not really what I'm about. And if I do that, I'm going to take away from the 1% growth in the space that matters to me and, and connects to my purpose. Yeah, no, for sure. I want to, I want to just timeline sake, like when, when you had the business failure to starting the podcasts and when you lost your mom, like where do these things piece together? Like, had you already started doing the growth now movement when your mom passed? So the company that I had uh, was with a business partner when we did the events and the seminars that we, that we would put together, we called growth now seminars. So that's okay. where the growth now came that from. That idea was already there. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you go back early on in my podcast, the first 62 episodes, I had a co-host um, yeah. and he was my business partner back in the day. So that's the growth now movement. And it was funny because when we were coming up with the name, I was like, I still love the growth now. Like it just, to me, it's impactful. And we're like, let's call it the Growth Now podcast. And then I called him one day. I remember the exact day. I called him and I was like, dude, I don't like calling it a podcast. It's not like back in the day I would watch the Home Alone television show. You Ooh. know what I mean? Or the, the Home Improvement television yeah, yeah, yeah. show. Uh, That's a and really so good point. I was, like, I was like, what if we just call it the Growth Now movement? Because, yeah. you know, the idea is maybe we can start a movement. And uh, he's like, I love it. And so that's where that came from. Um, but the real, the real kind of change in that was my mom passed away a number of months before the podcast launched, but we were planning on doing it anyway. And, um, essentially the, the take of it was I was actually up in Cape Cod with my old business partner and, and we were recording the intro, the original intro to the show. And I got that phone call. Nobody wants to hear it. It was my sister that said, the doctor says you need to come. Um, and it was a seven and a half hour drive down to South Jersey to see my mom intubated in the bed. Uh And I said my final goodbyes to her and I, I believe she could hear me. And, and I said to her, you know, I don't know what it looks like, but I promise you I'll make you proud and this won't go unnoticed. Uh-huh. And, um, I didn't know what that meant at the time. Yeah. Um, but if you go early on into the podcast, you hear my co-host talking about business and I'm talking about self-development. I'm talking about overcoming adversity. I'm talking about finding happiness in your lowest moments because I was then on a journey to figure that out. 
Yeah. I was trying to figure it out for myself. And so I still say to this day, the conversations I have on my podcast are for me. And I hope there's one or two people out there listening that says this is for me too. Yeah. Um, because that's that constant growth, right? Like I'm never, I've never figured it all out. I never will figure it all out, but I can try. Yeah. I can certainly learn a lot. Um, and so that was really the catalyst for the change of what the growth now movement actually meant. It wasn't about the things. It was about life. It was about happiness. It was about fulfillment. Um, however you want to word it, it's about that. Um, and that was the, that, so the, the death of my mom was the change of that, which is what I say when, when I go, I tie my worst moment of my life to the purpose and what I've built now. When I say like I travel the country now and I speak all over and that none of that would have happened if my mom didn't pass away. Yeah. So there's this bittersweet, weird feeling about it. But when people reach out to me and they say, you know, because of your podcast, I decided not to take my life. I'm going to keep moving forward. Yeah. I mean, to have that kind of purpose and hear comments like that, that like, look, then it's one of those is all you need. And that's like, okay, clearly this is worth it. And I'm on the right track versus like, you know, not knocking an entrepreneurship show or anything. We're like, that's great. You know, really interesting. And um, there's definitely a space for that, but it's just a different kind of, of impact and purpose. Um, it's probably not going to touch the soul quite as much. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really what it is for me. And don't get me wrong, dude. I sit in, I sit in masterminds and meetings yeah, talking yeah. about business regularly yeah. uh, because that's, that's what fuels this passion. That's what fuels this movement. Um, be, you know, I used to be, I used to think that money was dirty because uh, I grew up poor mm. And I thought that that means bad things. But what I realized, all it does is amplify whatever I'm doing. And so do I want to be a millionaire? Yes. Am I there yet? No, I'll get there though pretty soon. Um, But the crazy thing is like, I just know the more money I have, the more power and the impact I have to change some lives, to give direction, to make people understand that like, again, what I said earlier, like today doesn't matter. What matters are the choices we make today. Um, and And that's really the drive behind everything that I do, the business and everything. Yeah. And you're very much a purpose first money will follow kind of person, um, which I think is like, you know, mentioned someone like Gary Vee or something like, yes, he is very business savvy and definitely has like business ideas, but I don't think he gets up strategizing about business every day. I think he's thinking about message and impact and it just happens to be Mm -hmm. extremely profitable for him to the point that hopefully one day he gets to buy the jets and fulfill his dream. Um, (laughs) But you see that difference. Where it's like this person's here this person's here for a reason, not a bank account. And if that reason resonates, like, yeah, the money will follow and that's fine. There's it doesn't it's not dirty. But if you lead with like, how can I make money off of this? You inherently end up somewhere very different. And the impact yeah, different. I mean yeah, it, it's and it's a great example to the failed businesses before. Like one thing we didn't get into, I I tried to build an app. That, by the way, don't ever try and build an app the right way because it's a drain on your bank account. Yeah. But, but the reality is like every time I've ever chased money, it eluded me. Yeah. And then I, when I was like, when I lead with the heart and I become like this heart centered entrepreneur, yeah. everything kind of followed around it. And people are like, dude, I can't, I'll never go broke. Yeah. Like the reality is like every time I've, I live in this world of abundance. Like it just kind of flows. And I know that sounds so bizarre. And when other people, I would hear other people say it in the past and I was like, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard, but it's so true. Yeah. I just say yes. And then what I need be, shows up. It's yeah. the craziest thing on the planet. Well, completely. I mean, if you're, if your purpose is the pursuit of money, that's where you get into the, 
I'm not going to argue with you whether you go from Ferrari to Lamborghini or other way around, or maybe it's something else. Like as a car guy, now I've got other other thoughts <laughs> popping in my head. But like your purpose is the pursuit of money, so you will never be satisfied. Right. Versus your purpose is about having impact, and you can pause on every one of those people saying like, listen, because of you, now I'm here and not there. Um, or you are a piece of that. That fulfills you in a way that here's another dollar. Like you're not gonna be like, oh my God, this is a, a dollar. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Like you don't appreciate it in the same mm -hmm. way. And that person, there may not be a single cent tied to that, that, you know, feedback they give you, but it fulfills you anyway. Yeah, no, you're hundred percent right. Like I, I'll, I'll help a million lives before I have a million dollars. And, and I've seen it time and time again, when, when people are pursuing money and I have friends that are billionaires, dude, like that, that doesn't fill them up. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter how much money they have or don't have. It doesn't fill them up and they'll keep making more money and it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, there, there's so much, there's something so much deeper than that in this world and it's human connection and the energies that flow and all the other woo woo stuff in the middle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and money is, money is just a reaction to it, I think. Yeah. I mean, even look at someone like Adam with the million pound mission. Um, it's it, like each one of those pounds is a statement on someone's life getting one pound better when they're struggling with their weight. And he's got lots of other things outside of weight that he cares about that has an analog to that. But it's it's not the million dollar mission or the million millionaires mission. You know, it's it's about that contribution to changing lives. Um, right. It's so much more fulfilling. And yeah, again, like just going back to the statistic kind of childhood that you came from um, didn't didn't have to be that way at all. And you chose in those moments as hard as they were and with guidance and, you know, all of that. And it was never like light switch simple but you chose to stop and reflect and see a different path it's um obviously it's benefiting a lot of people and that's incredible so you're how many episodes in to the show now i should I mean, probably hundreds, know that off but... the top of my head it's like it's like 280 something okay i don't know the exact number which is kind of sad um but it's 280 something well and it depends when we're recording and when this comes out and like <laughs> we'll, we'll blame it on that but it's closing in on 300 yeah. How, do you have a sense of how far this needs to go or whether it's it's a podcast and then it's a this and then it's a, like, is there something you're building to with this or is there a point where you feel like, okay, the podcast has done what it's going to do and now I'm going to do something else? Or is it just like, look, this is what I do and whether it's 280 or 280,000 is irrelevant? Um. So I think for me, there's not a number to it. It's not about you know, how far, I mean, in my head, I'd love to do it forever. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to do it until the day I die. But the second I wake up and I go, I don't want to interview anybody else. That's when it's over. Uh, like, it, you know, for me, it's just, I get so much fulfillment out of the conversation and the human connection. And, yes. and the fact that I can, I can be the catalyst for conversations of things that sometimes I don't support, but I, I am open to the idea yeah. of what they're talking about. And it opens my mind to a whole new world, man. Like my, uh, I'm, I am such a different person than I was three years ago because I allowed myself to be open to the conversation. That's um, interesting. It, it is. And so, you know, for me, it, what this, the morning I wake up and I say, I don't want to have another conversation with somebody I don't know, yeah. um, then I'm, then I'm done. I'll yeah. tap out. But I don't see that being anytime soon because I, it fills my soul, man, uh, yeah. to, to be able to connect with the people that I connect with. It's kind of a microcosm of what the country needs. 
Because like they're so like we were talking before recording about Zoom versus Skype, which in the podcasting world is a it's a very heated debate with a lot of passion <laughs> on both sides. I feel like the Zoom side is winning, and I'm not going to say what we're using to record this, but people probably just figured it out. Um, <laughs> I'm not I'm not impassioned either way. Um, but the amount of I'll, I'll go so far as to say hatred that people have for each other because you identify with this color red or blue and you identify with that one or you i mean it is even over stupid things like skype versus zoom or you know big truck or prius or like whatever it might be like genuine dis distaste hatred like anger towards people because they're interested in something different or believe something different believe in something different and like you just said like you may have someone on who's talking about something you don't necessarily support, but even just engaging that conversation doesn't mean you suddenly start supporting, you know, whatever issue they've brought to the table, but you just open your mind to hearing about it a little bit more and taking it in. That level of understanding could serve us all so much. Yeah. For me, that was, that was a life lesson for me, man. I, when I was younger and I think a lot of us, when we were younger, we're like, I believe in this and that's all I believe. And if you don't believe it, the same thing as me, I'm going to argue about it. And I would, um, because we're right, but yeah, right. When we're young, we're always (laughs) right. Um, but now, you know, I'm 35, which is that's young for some, but uh, I've lived a life Yeah, and I realized that I've got no room in my space or my energy to hate on you for believing in what you believe in. I love you for what you believe in, no matter what that is. I had a guy on my show who ran, um, Trump's campaign. I do not support Trump. I don't, but I am a registered Republican. Like, Mm. so I have this variance of back and forth. Um, and at the same time, I know that one of the people who was, who were running for president on the democratic side regularly listens to my podcast. Wow. And so like that, but that's what it is. I'm, I just leave an open space for great conversation Yeah. and wherever that goes, I allow that to flow that way. Like I've been on podcasts where I can tell somebody wants to control my answer and everywhere it goes, um, because they have an agenda. Right. And so that's just not what my show is about. It's about let's being open to this conversation, um, no matter what it is, like what's your take on growth, what's your take on politics, what's your take on the one thing I haven't really tapped into too much is religion. Um, but I have definitely tapped into the spiritual side of things, um, and manifestations and I had Gabby Bernstein on the show, um, and that whole thing. But, but, um, I'm open to whatever, man, let's, I I let it flow. That's really cool. And it's, it's tricky as a podcaster because like, I struggle with this. I'll have people reach out that are really like political, not Democrat, Republican, but kind of political about an issue. And it's not necessarily whether it's, it's one I agree with or not. It's not necessarily one that comes without a lot of conflict and anger and strongly sided views on it. And my show's not about like people going after each other for their beliefs or, you know, like I'm not going to have like an abortion rights activist or someone who's like staunchly pro life on to talk about that theme. Yeah. Because it's not a political show or it's not a, you know, we're here to talk about Jesus and not Muhammad or what. Like, that's awesome if if that's part of your story and you love that, but it's also not to be like, this is the answer and you all yeah. are wrong. But it does mean like sometimes you miss out on some really interesting conversations um, and you seem to have embraced that more readily maybe than sometimes I fear doing. I don't, I don't purposely do it. So the guy who ran Trump's campaign, we really talked about business. We didn't yeah. talk about politics on the show, um, but you could, 
with those. And and by the way, he sends me Christmas cards now. His name's Philip Stutz. He's a really, really great guy. I highly yeah. recommend him being on this show because he won't talk politics. He's just a great guest. Um, but but the reality is, like, I'm open to wherever the conversation goes. Yeah. And if you want to get real passionate, if you're passionate about something, cool, let's talk about it. Like, yeah. it shows the human side of who we are, right? So, and I'll share with you what I've shared politically um, on social media so far since this, since the Democrats are running, somebody posted about the debate last night and I posted what is now my favorite meme. And it's a picture of Bernie Sanders with a Dos Equis bottle in front of, front of him that says, I don't always comb my hair, but when I do, it's with a balloon. And I, <laughs> that's my, that's my take on politics right now. Like that's just the reality, both sides, by the way, I mean, yeah. I just told you I don't support Trump. And then I just made fun of Bernie Sanders hair. Um, I don't care. Yeah. I just, I'm worried about, there were Trump hair happiness. memes as well. Oh, for sure. For, yeah, and if I yeah. had one, if I had one, I would have dropped it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but for me, it's not about. I don't. I don't really care who wins. I yeah. don't. Um, for me, I care about my happiness and my growth. And yeah. and again, I hope that people that listen to my show, listen to this conversation, they take something away to say I can plug that into my life, or that made me smile, or whatever. Yeah. That's all I care about. All right. So you teed this up. You use the word growth. So I can I can segue out of out of for a guy who's um. I've got the, the race between gray and beige on top of my head. And unfortunately, like beige is, is taking a, a slight lead to gray. So uh, the, the falling out, like I don't want to talk about hair anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of growth or not growth, um, you've got the podcast. Obviously, it's something people should be listening to. We've mentioned this event a few times. I want you to go into this a little bit more. What is what is the event? Why are you putting it on? What does someone get out of that versus listening to, you know, 10, like how many speakers you have? Nine, I think, right? Like, or, yeah, or ten, yeah. what, like listening to, like, I'm looking at Anthony Trucks behind you, like a yeah. guy who's, you know, who's been on the show and is speaking to the event. We talked about Mark Crandall's another one. Like, why not just listen to those episodes? What's the event do? And, and we shouldn't call it an event. We should call it movement. Go back yeah. to what I said before recruited. Tell us a little bit more about that and why this is a different experience. Yeah. So the, the event itself, I call it day, day and a half long rock concert for entrepreneurs, forward thinkers, and people looking to level up in all areas of their life. So why an event versus just putting in your earphones and listening to a podcast? Yeah. Um, because the end of the day, what we need for true growth is real human connection with people who are willing to help us get to the next level. And so the way that I've set up this event, there's, there's keynote speakers and there's movement makers. Uh, keynote speakers have their talks and then the movement makers are on panels throughout the day. Um, and obviously you have keynote speakers like Anthony Trucks and Natalie Jill and Justin Wren. Um, and depending on when this is out, it'll probably be announced. Uh, but, but Nick Santanastasso, who, you know, travels around with Tony Robbins and speaks yeah. on his stages. So it's just an impactful group of people. And then you have your movement makers who are on panels like Mark Crandall and Adam Shibley will be there. Uh, and some amazing people, uh, you know, Jonathan George, who was recently on my show, just an amazing person. Yeah. Um, you know, just just an incredible group of people. But here's what they do that's a little bit different at my event than others. They connect with people. Yeah. They're there to be a part of the event as much as the attendees are. Um, because I realized if it weren't for me being able to build relationships with the people I've interviewed, I wouldn't be where I am now. And yeah. so I wanted to build an experience and an event where people come have a good time, but also learn and connect. Um, and from last year where there were, there were 150 attendees last year, this year we have, we're having about 300 people come, um, wow. from all over the country in Canada. Um, it, I saw so much connection that I still see today. There was a girl who posted about my event, um, 
on Facebook and she tagged me in it and she was like, I've, I went to six events last year. This by far was the most impactful and the greatest connections I've ever made. And then underneath she goes, I didn't want to tag everybody in the actual post, but she tagged like 16 people that she still talks to that she met at my event that have allowed her to go ahead and quit her job to start her blog and to build a lifestyle business around what she wanted to do her whole life because of what she, because of the connection she made at my event Yeah, that, and, and she tagged people that were on the stage last year. Like it wasn't like, Oh, these are just people that attended. Yeah. Um, it's just a person she so, sat next to. Right. It's yeah. just one of those things where I, I wanted to create this and it organically took that role because I believe we attract the people that we need in our life. Right. Yeah. Um, and so the, the speakers are all coming and I'm blessed to say that I'm not paying them. Like, I don't mean that in a weird way, but I've been able to build great relationships and they believe in my movement and they're there to support people like Anthony trucks do gets paid tens of thousands of yeah. dollars to keynote. Uh, and he's coming in for free. Like yeah. that's mind blowing to me. Nick Santanastasa, who again, shares the stage with Anthony, Tony Robbins is coming in for free. Justin Wren, who has been on Rogan's podcast eight times coming and speaking for free. He's Natalie a scary Jill looking guy. Can I just like his, his, uh, his <laughs> headshots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen he others is, of him like, He's amazing, but like yeah, every headshot I've seen is like he could eat me. Yeah, dude, like he's the yeah. nicest human being on the planet. Uh, um, like just a, a big teddy bear. Like he looks like hugs. a character from the the show uh, Vikings. He does. Like he's just so like act giant. Yeah. So his nickname in Bellator before he started this, uh, he he now helps pygmy people in the in the Congo build wow. build and maintain water wells. But his nickname in Bellator used to be the Viking. Um, now it's, now it's the big pygmy. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's evolved, but yeah, it's, it's so funny that you said that, but dude, like, that's the thing. It's really for people who are looking to level up, build strong relationships and be, be inspired to go ahead and live their dreams. Um, and I've really set it up that way. It's a fast paced event. There's no breakouts. It's one main stage. There's, I have yeah. two entertainers coming in from LA who are, um, you know, massive recording artists coming to perform. And I just feel really blessed to be able to put something like this together. And I hope that it resonates with people. And last year was game changing for so many. And I want to see it more and more time and time again and, and continue to grow and, and impact as many lives as possible. That's awesome. Um, I am sad to say I can't come this year. It's for a good reason because of another event. I've got another book coming out. So I've got stuff going on with that. Um, and I'm honestly kicking myself. I like, I know Mark personally, um, any chance I can get to give him a hug is, uh, is, is worth like traveling across the country for that. So I'm bummed that I won't get to see him <laughs> do that. But, um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And the, the way that, like you mentioned, like that woman, some of the connections were the speakers. You go to events and the speakers are kind of off limits or they're, they're almost like godlike. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you know, they've, they've ascended the stage and like they're not for us to talk to and leave them alone. And like, this is very different. It has more, everything I've heard, like not having been there, is more community to it and connection. Yeah. And that's, that's where so much of the inspiration can come from. So I think that's amazing. Yeah, dude, because look, I've been to so many events and I've spoken at events and I still attend them. I'm going to attend PodFest. There's another event down in Orlando at the end of April that I'm yeah. attending. Um, but but it's the connections in between the speakers that make the difference. It's, and my friend Terry, who spoke at my event last year, Terry Weaver, says it's what happens in, in between the margins, right? Yeah. Um, it's It's those types of connections that you can truly build to then take you to the next level after the event. But you can't be with the right people unless you're at the event where those people are. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And, and with my event, there's a VIP party um, where the speakers go to. There's only 100 VIP tickets. But here's the cool part. Like a lot of these events, if you want to get 
hang out with the speakers in a small group that's like thousands of dollars. It's only, I don't even know what the price is right now, 275, 250 yeah. for a VIP ticket. Um, and you get that access. And then there's an after party where most of them will be there anyway. I rented out a baseball stadium for the after party, which is kind of the <laughs> most awesome. baller things I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Um, but the, the whole, most of them will be there other than one or two has to have to fly out early. But um, just excited to have all of those individuals there and be, and be a part of it and pour into the audience and, and the people there. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh. Um, we're, we're, uh, American Ninja Warrior fans in my house and I had Ryan Stratus on the show. So like, it's a big part of, of our life. I was telling my son, I had a call with Anthony trucks a couple months ago and, um, my son was like, Oh, the Ninja Warrior guy. Cause he competed, but I'm yeah, like, well, three he times, also, I think, yeah, but he also played in the NFL. Like there's, yeah. there's that. It's like, um, yeah. So for people who don't know, he's got two huge claims to fame. I, I'm going to yeah. think the, the Ninja Warrior one's the bigger one in my household. But yeah, you might have heard of the NFL. That's a big deal, too. That's a big deal. Dude, yeah. and, and here's the thing, too, something that I, that'll probably be too late by the time this episode comes out. But I'll say because it's really cool that Anthony wants to do this. Um, actually, this upcoming day, we're announcing it. If anybody buys a VIP ticket a week after Wednesday, within that week, they get to attend an hour workshop with Anthony. Wow. Um, that Friday morning before the event. It's uh, actually sit down and learn from him. Like, that's that's the the best thing I think like his speaking is awesome. But when he mm -hmm. was talking to me about what he does in coaching and in workshops, like that sounds unreal. So that's incredible. Yeah. I know that he's helped Mark so much yeah. uh, and he's become a good friend of mine. And we were chatting the other day and he's like, he's like, here's what I want to do to help you sell out this event. He's like, I want to offer this. And I was like, dude, that's priceless. You do that's understand awesome. that, right? He goes, yeah. yeah. He goes, and I'm, I, he goes, all I'm going to do is teach. I'm not going to sell anything. He goes, if anything, I'll just, I'll just hype your and Mark's mastermind that you guys are launching um, together. And that's it. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. He's that's just awesome. such a great person uh, yeah. to be able to do that kind of thing. That's really cool. Um, well, good. Now I'm having even more FOMO. So that's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's I'll, I'll catch it next year. As long as, you, Hey, look, the good news is that that's one less ticket people have to worry about competing for. So there you go. So there's that. Um, no, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, it, you, you really have built something amazing in, I know it probably doesn't feel this way given the effort you've put into it, but in a very short amount of time, this isn't like you've been doing it for 10 years and you get a whole like 300 person staff behind creating this. Um, it is unbelievably impressive who you've assembled to do this. And your point on paying them is like, you've assembled it off the power of what its purpose is and not like, and we'll give you 50 grand if you come and speak at it, which anyone can put together a great speaker panel or speaker list if you've got a big enough budget. So it's like, right. it's, I mean, I, I know that's what you're saying is like, it's more about reinforcing the power of what the event is and how much the speakers are putting of themselves into it because they're there for reason, not paycheck. Yeah. They want to be there. Yeah. Right. They're not, they're not there to collect a paycheck and fly back out of town. Um, they're there to be a part of the event and give as much as they can, which I, I dude, honestly, when I truly have a minute to sit and reflect and, and I've done this a number of times, I get, I get emotional. Yeah. I feel really, really blessed. And I think that is, that's one of the coolest things ever is that I'm, I'm able to kind of be the catalyst for that type of thing. Yeah. And the word movements, obviously really appropriate in this then, because a movement is something that people follow, whether they stop to think about it or not. It's like, it's within them. They feel a draw to it and they all get on board from the people on stage to the people in the audience. It is a movement because otherwise you wouldn't have this momentum that you got. So that's incredible. Um, I don't want to talk about it anymore because now I'm just like, well, maybe I pushed the book <laughs> and, um, 
Justin, I, I'm so appreciative of you making the time to do this because you do have an insane amount on your plate and you still made time to just share. And and your story is um, it's powerful, but it's also really difficult. And your honesty and vulnerability in the things that you put out and the way you've used that, not just for your own benefit, but for so many others is incredibly valuable and inspiring. So thank you for today, but you know, bigger picture what you're doing for literally thousands of people. I, I can't thank you enough for that. Dude, that means the world to me. Thank you for moving stuff around and get me on the show, man. You know, um, uh, it's been a real pleasure. I loved the organic flow of this conversation cool. and, and uh, I appreciate all the kind words, dude. Like, uh, yeah, truly. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So, all right. I want you to tell people real quick, where can they obviously like follow the podcast and you and all that, but specifically like on the back of what we just talked about with this event, they're like, yeah, where do I go? How do I get in? So fill us in on, on where people should turn for that. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously wherever they're listening to this podcast, they can go search growth now movement. It'll pop up. They'll see half my face. It's there. Uh, and then the event itself, if they go to gnmlive.com, they can get their tickets there. Uh, we have about a hundred tickets left, so they can go grab them and come be a part of it. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm just blessed that hopefully your people can come and be a part of it. And then you be a part of it in the future. Yeah. Uh, I'd be honored and, and, uh, it'll be great. Justin, where and when is the growth now movement happening? Oh, yeah, May 15th and 16th in Reading, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, I know that sounds really random, but it's all part of the story. So when you get there, you'll hear that part of the story. Um, but uh, again, blessed to do it in my hometown, May 15th and 16th. That's awesome. All right. I'm going to link to all of that good stuff so people don't need to know how to spell GNM. Um, so maybe, <laughs> maybe even simpler, like they don't even have to write out growth now movement just gnmlive.com um but i'll link to all that in the show notes people can find it super easily and if you follow justin which you should because there's lots of awesome stuff including you posting about various episodes that come out on your show you are sharing a lot about gnm and growth now movement right now including the new speakers and new things that they're doing like what anthony's offering up um, so it's a good idea to follow justin i will link to all your social um Awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming on and joining me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Thank you. Now, the toughest thing we're going to do, are you ready to help me close the show out? I'm ready, man. All right. Today's a new day. Go out and do it. Awesome. Thanks so much, Justin. I told you during the intro, this is going to be a powerful one. This is going to be one that you can start to implement and take in right here, right now, because we all face this stuff. We're all in those rock bottom moments right now or we have been or perhaps we may be heading there and it's still that choice to turn around and come out of it back towards the direction and uh, i think you know justin is such a fantastic example of that ability and he puts out so much for you to take in to get yourself back in that direction so again as i warned in the intro we recorded this before the original in-person event was supposed to happen and things were just starting to brew on the lockdown side. So I've been holding this with Justin waiting for a new date for something in person and obviously responsibly he's changed course for 2020, went with a virtual event, but there is more from the Growth Now movement planned. So check it out. You can keep engaging there and there will be future movements live for you to engage in. There will be future virtual events, I'm sure, as Justin builds out all the ways to take in this incredible, incredible message and inspiration and engagement that he's created. So check out the Growth Now Movement, the the podcast, but check out the event too. So 
link to everything in the show notes. Easy way to do it, gnmlive.com to get straight to the event and check it out. And of course, you can follow Justin on social media, link up to all that. Check me out, follow me while you're there too. Um, I happen to follow and be connected to a lot of those speakers. So if you're thinking about the event, you know, popping into my social or Justin's, you'll also get into folks like Adam Shively and Mark Crandall and Anthony Trucks and um, a lot actually like Natalie Jill, like a lot of the people that he mentioned um, that are just amazing. And it's so cool that Justin has created all this from, you know, like you said, like those odds that were totally stacked against him. None of this should be possible. Yet here he is. If that's not proof, I don't know what is. We can all choose to grow and go out and do it 